Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Heart is a Muscle podcast. Jordan, take us away on today's journey. Yeah, so today is a pretty vulnerable conversation. I tried and I wouldn't say failed, but I, I set a new kind of boundary that I haven't set before. And we kind of go over the pros and cons of how I handled it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we call it advanced boundary setting because it wasn't bad, but it could be tweaked a little bit more. This is part of the reality of being in relationship, everybody. Sometimes you just got to send it. And Jordan did a great job sending it. I always send it, baby. <laughs> so enjoy this one. There's some good lessons and stick to the end because there's some good information there too. Bye, everybody. Bye. Enjoy. Enjoy. Hooray. Hello. All right. We finally made it here. God to this. damn. Took a computer restart. Yeah, there's a couple of... Uh, technical issues. I mean, we are out in the middle of the woods, That's so right. you know, the Wi-Fi is a little tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we found this nice uh, forest meadow, and we were like, you know what? Let's just sit down and do a podcast, right, Jordan? <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, if you are listening to us, we are recording these on video now, and we decided it'd be fun to play around with our Zoom background. So we're you... actually in the forest. Don't listen to yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> this is not a green screen. Can no. you not hear the birds? <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's time to get down to what we're here for this is the heart as a muscle podcast hooray recording another one baby yeah uh all right so let's get into today's topic which is uh it's an interesting topic because it's a vital thing for not only your personal goodness but it's also good in relationship because that's what we're all about here. And what is that that thing, Jordan? Advanced boundary setting. Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. is not your grandma's boundary setting. No, right? these aren't your grandma's boundaries. Yeah, because grandma was bad at setting boundaries. <laughs> grandma had no boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> grandma was passive aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, where would you like to start with advanced boundary settings? Okay, so there's a couple of things. So one of them is we could just start with our vulnerable experience of that just this morning mm -hmm. and go from there. How about? How about? All right. Do you want to uh, describe our describe our vulnerable experience this morning? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, to do that, I will have to start with last night. So last night we were in the hot tub and Joseph blew my mind with like some really profound truths about me and like what he's seeing. That hot tub magic. And the hot tub is magic. Yeah. Um, And so it was like one of those where he was speaking right to a blind spot. So it took like my, my parts had to like keep thinking about it and letting it like soak in so I can actually like really realize it um anyway but then i woke up this morning with some parts of me that were kind of angry and annoyed at one of the things that he said mm -hmm. and it wasn't even just that it wasn't even like you said yeah i guess it was what you said and how you said it but it was just one of them um and i guess i could just say what the details are because nothing to hide so nothing to hide here in the nothing forest. Nothing to hide here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if there was something to hide. Uh 
I, I feel like that ship has sailed a long time ago with the shit that I've shared on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, so um, you said, or you had just kind of, you didn't like say it outright, but kind of had mentioned or kind of like made a reference that my parts are being bummers. Um, in terms of like, yeah, I, I, oh, so I've really been struggling with like finding my alignment and like, especially for me, for especially me as an Enneagram type three, but also just given what I've gone through, like finding my alignment and knowing my truth is something that's really important for my parts, but it's also something that I can just spin my wheels trying to find. Um, so that, that was a lot of like what the the blind spot you were speaking to was, is like, sometimes I will, I will be so focused on being not fake that I'm, I kind of lose the true essence of vulnerability, which is just, or of authenticity, which is just showing up Mm -hmm. like vulnerably as I am right now. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, whether that is trying to be somebody or not. So, um, but it was kind of mentioned that my struggle with finding my authenticity or, you know, kind of getting lost in that rabbit hole inside of myself was a, was a bummer, uh, and like silly. And, um, so in the moment it didn't really like, it didn't really hit me that hard because I understood kind of what you were saying, but there was, but also like it, I felt this familiar feeling of like more shame for feeling ashamed uh, hearing that like more shame for having shame around who I am or my authenticity or like my power or how I show up yeah if there's one thing that's very shameful it's being ashamed yeah if you <laughs> that's right if you don't know that, that that's kind of a core tenet of what we do here <laughs> uh-huh yep that's the greatness of shame it it's like a it's like uh <laughs> the greatness of shame <laughs> <laughs> that could be a whole episode what's that greek dessert spanakopita where it's like all those delicious layers of yumminess oh that sounds delicious yeah it's like got phyllo dough and a bunch of stuff uh-huh. that's what shame's like <laughs> is that and that kind of like uh tiramisu um a little bit tiramisu has um Oh no! Layers baklava. and that's yeah, one. baklava. That's, that's what we're like, talking about. Oh, is that what you're talking? That's about? what I'm trying to talk oh, about too. Get those words mixed up, like in my head. What was like, I even baklava. talking about? The first one. Uh, sh- shame is in layers or something. Yeah, what, but what was the first dish that I referenced? Spanakopita. Spanakopita. Yeah. I don't that's an ice cream flavor. <laughs> no, isn't that? Is it? I thought that yeah, was that's Spinelli or something or uh, what's the ice cream? Spanakopita, I think that's the Spanakopita. No way, I've never heard that before. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what like uh, pistachio ice cream is called. Spanakopita. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Twist your nipples off for that one, naughty boy. Um... Well, not to distract us. <laughs> anyway, like the great respect, the greatness of shame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so. What what were you saying about the shame and baklava? That it has like layers. Oh yeah, it, and it's all know. sticky like baklava. It is too. sticky. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. And you take one bite and you're like, oh, I'm gonna I'm eat this whole thing, and then you're like, ah, I can't eat it all. It's too rich. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. 
Um, all right. Yeah. So I like when, when I heard that I did kind of feel shame or, and like, I could have, I could have spiraled into the story of like, oh man, he's going to reject me or, and he's judging me because I haven't figured all of this out yet because I'm a bummer and he's a seven type Enneagram seven and sevens not allowed. Hate, fucking hate bummers. No bummers <laughs> allowed for Enneagram sevens. <laughs> um <laughs> which is funny i wasn't even talking about myself i know you were talking about another seven in our life yeah. <clears throat> uh and so there was a part of me this morning that woke up just like angry angry mm. and like kind of grumpy about it because at, at first i was just feeling the shame and then i was like like fuck this like i don't do this anymore i don't like just ruminate in this and so my anger kind of came out and so I was like, man, okay, yeah, what is, what is this about? Like, what is actually, you know, what's what's happening? And so I was tuning into myself and um, I could I could sense that it's like, oh, yeah, there, there was these parts that just wanted to feel bad or that felt shame about that, about being a bummer and stuff. And we, I could have just like made you super wrong for that or just like gone down that rabbit hole. I know I have done that so many times in the past. But um, actually, the conclusion that me and my parts came to is, uh, I, I actually felt really proud of this part, like, is that, um, you know, actually, just the the request that we have is just that you don't use the term bummer, like, you just don't refer to me, like, even if you think that to yourself, just don't use that term, like, to me, in my, to my face, or like, out loud to me, because uh -huh. nothing about that is, like, helpful for me and my parts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I kind of equated it to um, like when you are being when somebody calls you a victim or like you're being a victim, how your parts fucking rage against that, because it just like makes you feel like more of a victim, even kind of it just like perpetuates yeah. whatever you're feeling. You know, it's really like baklava is victimhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's delicious. <laughs> and man, is it have layers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that was a, uh, I thought that was a, it was a very apt analogy. Um, but then you were talking about victimhood. So my parts were like, what the fuck? <laughs> come at me with that. Even just mentioning it. Yeah. <laughs> Should have given you a trigger warning. Oh, uh, yeah, you should have. <laughs> I mean, that I feel like when I walked in the door, I should have gotten a trigger warning. <laughs> that would have been, that would have actually been like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I know because I was meditating and usually I say hi when I meditate, but I was like, I just need to finish this meditation. Yeah. And I'm going to tell my perspective. Okay. So don't worry, everybody. You're going to get the real story. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, everybody. Just kidding. I'm glad you're well enough to laugh about it now. Uh, and, and it isn't even that big of a deal. So anyway, yeah, I was meditating, getting clear on this shit. And but I was like, all right, I am fuming and I need I know I need to like set this boundary and I need to be explicit about this. But also like you were in the shower and that kind of stuff. And so it's like my parts, whenever, whenever we're clear about like, okay, there's something we, we need to express. It's a hard conversation. We, it's hard, like 
we don't do well at like pretending like we're not feeling something. Mm-hmm. And so um, we, I was just kind of like low key trying to wait until uh, I don't know. There was like a time for us to actually like connect. <laughs> and also I kind of wanted to get my thoughts together. So I went and then I journaled mm-hmm. while you were finishing up in the bedroom, uh, making the bed and stuff. He makes a bed almost every morning. You guys, it's really almost awesome. every morning. Well, every morning. <laughs> that's not true i don't make it on the weekends every time yeah yeah gonna hold myself accountable there <laughs> yeah there's that baklava he, again he crushes it oh man <laughs> accountability is not like baklava it's yeah. not sweet uh anyways um and so i journaled and man i i don't know i just gotta pat myself on the back that i am getting fucking good at navigating my triggers and communicating it in a way that is closer to like what's actually true and real and not just like going down the rabbit hole of my own projections or like the stories my shame wants to tell about things that's because we listen to our own podcast everybody yeah that's true that's not a lie (laughs) i know yeah we do (laughs) so sometimes like right after we record it we play it we're just (laughs) like oh man this is great advice wow so great yeah (laughs) we should remember this (laughs) (laughs) we should write this down uh so I got really clear in my journal and it wasn't usually I have to like really ramble for a while in my journal before I get clear. Like I have to get everything out. Whoops. But this time I didn't, it was just fucking clear. I was like, God damn, I'm getting good at this. Getting good. Yeah. So then you came into the kitchen in the morning mm-hmm. and unawares said, yeah, I said, Hey, <laughs> and you, I think we're immediately probably like, what's wrong? Or something. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, I need something. Or I have something to express. Yeah. <laughs> As I was like making you breakfast. Yeah. So I couldn't be that mad. <laughs> yeah. Because I said, like, I remember your parts requesting, like, tell me as soon as you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just did. Mm-hmm. That there was something I needed to express. Yeah. No, it was a uh, it was a great exercise. In, yeah. Uh, Oh, okay. Here, here it comes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Cause, um, yeah, finish up your end of the story. Are you sure? Do you want to? No, no, I'll I'll chime in later. (laughs) You just want the last word, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, John accepted. Maybe I do, I guess. Yeah. No, it's, I'll let you have the last word. Okay. You know, it's going to be a fart sound. Then it will be the correct last one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe we can do a fart sound in, in harmony. And that's how we can end all of our arguments. You know, not to distract here again, but we actually went to someone who had a real studio for a podcast and they mm-hmm. had like the little leaderboard with the, you know, audience laugh and clapping and cheering. And the drum. Yeah. And there wasn't a fart sound. I know. And I was actually, I was amused and very proud of you that you asked like, why isn't there a fart sound on this? <laughs> that just seems like soundboard 101 should be a staple yeah there needs to be like a donkey sound yeah a fart sound uh there needs to be the slide whistle (laughs) 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 and there needs to be a cat call oh yeah yeah oh man Mm -hmm. i thought cat calls were illegal now not on soundboards okay cool back on topic you still have a few words left on this experience that yeah um so let's go through that 
So let me try to remember. Well, basically, I was I I I expressed it pretty clearly. I thought I was very directly. Yeah, very very directly. Um, I think I basically just said, yeah, like yeah, it kind of hurt my feelings when I heard you referencing what I'm going through as a bummer or like a silliness, and that, um, like first of all, just using that term bummer is like like what happens to you like what happens to me when i hear that i'm a bummer um is probably something similar that happens to you when somebody calls you a victim Mm -hmm. and it just doesn't help anything and so i need to set the boundary around like don't use that word in reference to me or my parts Mm -hmm. and also that um just standing up for my parts a little bit there's a part that wanted to stand up for my other parts about like um you know, given everything that I've gone through, even regardless of being an Enneagram three or not, even regardless of that being my like survival strategy, given like the straight up brainwashing and gaslighting that my parts have been through, it makes a lot of sense why they can get so hung up on like knowing what is my truth and what isn't and why that's so important to them. And like, it just, it, it makes so much sense. And it doesn't mean that it's um, you know, someplace that I'm going to get stuck in, but it is, it's just a part of my process to get hung up on this stuff. Like everybody has their thing that they get hung up on and this is mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just kind of standing up for my parts that like, they are trying their best and, and like, I would love to request some more, uh, what did I say? Like request some more compassion from your parts or something to be able to, you know, see my parts as like the, you know, the whole story that they've been through and that they're just here trying their best. They're not trying to be a bummer. They're not trying to be silly. Like, cause to them, it just, it, um, it matters so much. Mm-hmm. Did I say anything else? Um, I don't think you did. Oh, yeah. I, I also threw in the the thing of like, because I think you said like, you know, with healthy, healthy sevens, no bummers are allowed or something. <laughs> and I had a part that was like, no, actually, that's unhealthy sevens. <laughs> 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 I had a part that I really wanted to have the last word yeah. on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's my story should i should i say like kind of the advanced part of this boundary setting or do you want to tell mm-hmm. your side of the story first no let's get into the advanced settings okay the advanced settings so click the tab for advanced settings for jordan james yeah so um while i i do think that i did a really good job being direct about my boundaries i did a really good job of having a clear request and not necessarily like making him making you wrong for anything that you said, but just kind of speaking from a place of like what me and my parts need um, and requesting that. Uh, so it was like, there was so much, like all of the boundary one-on-one stuff I did like pretty well. I'm like, Oh shit. Okay. I'm getting pretty good at this. But, it, but when you, left like I was kind of reflecting when you left for work I was reflecting on it and I was like oh god damn it like I did it I did it again where I I kind of uh closed off my heart to you um and I just I, I did it and I spoke very directly and stuff but it wasn't like very intimately 
that I held that conversation with you. Um, because yeah, cause it, it, it was being expressed from a part of me that was like, like prepared for, or it, it was just still like kind of angry, still a little bit like amped up. And <clears throat> while it was a lot better than how I have expressed what I need and what's happening inside of me in those hard moments in the past, it was still withdrawn from you. And, um, I was just thinking about how, when, when I withdraw from you, like you have told me that when I withdraw from you, it's one of the most painful things that, that you experience in our relationship. Mm -hmm. And like, you can withstand almost anything except me withdrawing. And so I was like, oh yeah. Okay. So I, I want, I'm glad that I communicated the way that I did, but I want to keep getting better and better at being able to like communicate those boundaries and set, like communicate what I need um, and communicate if something has like hurt my feelings, <clears throat> but in a way that, that lets your parts know that I still love them, that I still see them, that I still like want them, you know, that we are still in this together. Um. Yeah, where I can kind of help help my parts feel like I've got them uh, in the way that I am communicating and like communicating and advocating for their needs, but also like help your parts uh, still feel like they're included in my heart. Yeah, or that I'm I'm also like giving your parts the benefit of the doubt as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of what I mean by advanced boundary setting is being able to set the, set the boundaries that our parts need with an open heart, with, within intimacy, where we don't actually have to step outside of intimacy to set a boundary. Yeah. Cause I'm reminded of, uh, a thing that we just were re-exposed to. We uh, re-listen to the book uh nonviolent nonviolent communication and there was a part in there where it's well how do you get people to respect your boundaries and all this kind of stuff and uh part of it was like the difference between a request and a demand and how like a demand you know kind of takes away the sovereignty of the person of like they must do this thing otherwise consequences and how that disconnects you from um each other versus like a, a true honest request is something that should be expressed vulnerably that helps connect you and mm -hmm. that's where boundary setting can get kind of tricky where you need to click that advance button because if you're if you're reciting a list of demands that your partner must do otherwise like otherwise oh um that does not breed connection mm -hmm. that really breeds a lot of disconnection and potentially resentment or like just disregard mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> um and i don't know if it's really more of, of an effect from like a masculine feminine perspective or a feminine to masculine perspective but uh just from my instincts like men hate demands they hate it from other men. They hate it from their significant others. Um, and the unfortunate thing is a lot of 
female to male like demands um often get kind of like turned on their head and um can get toxic of oh you're gonna make a demand on me well i'm just gonna fucking ignore it because you're a stupid woman and then that's where it leads to mm -hmm. so be careful with setting demands instead of boundaries because there is a difference yeah maybe you can share a little bit more about that well well let's go into the advanced settings here real quick and <laughs> yeah <laughs> because a, a boundary uh it has the same strength behind it of this is not really a negotiable thing but not so much a uh i i will disconnect from you because like that way i can make sure i get my i get my request met mm -hmm. um you know a lot of times a boundary should be something that is made in an iconic communion to each other where it's something that you're expressing a deep need that must be met for your own satisfaction that also has to come like you were just saying from a point of like empathy and compassion for why this person is not being able to meet your need mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and like you know truth be told i didn't think you were really like demanding anything and i don't think you you know you didn't come in like in a huff and like wag your finger in my face and be like listen up bitch <laughs> batch <laughs> My part's got something to say to you, batch. <laughs> Maybe I should talk like that when I'm setting boundaries. So. That would be at least pretty funny. Yeah. I don't know if I could take you seriously. Yeah. Be like, <laughs> That's great, Jordan. Yeah. Uh, stop I, being silly. Yeah, stop being so silly. I'm not a bummer yeah. <laughs> you were being such a bummer earlier. <laughs> now I'm glad you're back. <laughs> um. Yeah, so... What do you think uh, on the perspective of boundaries versus demands? Because I think this can be a real confusing thing because the, I think in the short term, it seems like the outcome is the same of a demand versus a boundary. Um, but really from an energetic standpoint, a demand is a show of force that has very little staying power and will likely um, just breed other forceful actions and you will need to continue to demand this because um, the energy of force is very weak and it does not last versus a boundary is something that really comes from a true powerful expression of your unmet needs mm -hmm. and that shit has staying power because mm -hmm. it's power boom boom Mm -hmm. But what's your perspective on it there, Jordan James? Yeah, um, I really like what you said. I especially really like what you just said. That's some good shit. I will probably oh, yeah. use that in my coaching. Um, Giving it away for free, everybody. <laughs> yep. What is, I don't know if I want to say this, but uh, somebody somebody says, like, give them your best shit for free and they'll pay you to give it to them again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? I like that. I love just like, you know, being super generous. Mm -hmm. uh, I I think that 
I think, yeah, that's important to me. So anyways, um, boundaries versus demands. Yeah. So like, I, let's see what I want to say. Cause it's like, here, here's how I'm imagining it in my head. You have the, the boundary that you need to set. And so it's like, you can, you can communicate it like it's a demand or you can communicate that boundary with the intention of connecting over it. Like letting your partner see the vulnerability inside of you that's behind the boundary. Um, and yeah, so it's like you can communicate it in terms of a demand, which is like closed heart usually. And like, I need this or else, or like, because, because you said this, I'm going to withdraw my love from you and be, be more stoic and, and like communicate the demand that I need you to meet now for you to be back on the inside again. Yeah, I'm going to dehumanize you so that I can treat you as a villain that must like meet this requirement. Yes. Yeah. And while I don't think I was like totally in that energy, I, I was less in that energy than I ever have been in terms of communicating a boundary. Like I was still like seeing you as separate, you know, I was still like afraid of you, I think is a big thing like like that that's why my parts like come on so strong as i was still seeing you as like something that can hurt me mm. okay yeah um and instead of seeing you as like joseph my my partner who i want who i want to see me and who i want to show your effect on me like good and bad and who i want to like um you know feel like a partner with mm -hmm. you know yeah maybe that's the thing is like you can communicate your boundaries as a demand or as something that will strengthen the partnership mm -hmm. yeah you can make a demand and have a high chance of being ignored because a demand really does not like it does not connect with the person being demanded of a lot of the times yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah or yeah, or in a way where I can just I can kind of like keep my eyes on the on the prize here of like what I ultimately want with you more than anything is just to deepen our partnership mm -hmm. and our connection. And so me sharing what's alive in me, even if it's hurt feelings, like how can I share that in in my requests of what um what my parts need in a way where I still see us as on the same side. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i think th so that's like the boundaries that's the advanced boundary setting mm -hmm. yeah when you go and you 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 move that little toggle thing from connection to separation and then you move that little motherfucker from um compassion to dehumanization that's when you're getting from demand or you're mm -hmm. getting from uh uh boundary to demand sorry mm -hmm. i had a brain fart there for a second that's when we need the like yeah beep, 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 beep. <laughs> oh yeah that's gotta be on the soundboard too yeah uh so keep all those settings over in uh boundary setting folks yeah yeah don't adjust your settings well i mean yeah adjust your settings if they're wrong but <laughs> yeah but it it, it, it this is advanced 
fucking stuff yeah, because this is like, like seventh level level like black belt dojo stuff yeah it requires so much trust from your your own parts you know to be able to show up kind of vulnerably mm-hmm. and the the empowering thing about a boundary too is that if it does come from a true compassionate place if that boundary is not met then like you have to remain in your power to ensure that you can have that met and sometimes that is if a partner will not respect that boundary it's having a a harsher boundary or a more inclusive boundary or sometimes that boundary is a separation can you give some examples so like yeah say if uh you know you made this request and i was like that's ah, great whatever quit being a bummer <laughs> you're bumming me out here with your your bullshit <laughs> you know your that boundaries can... yeah. boundaries are such a bummer <laughs> um yeah i mean this is this is where if you do this right with setting a boundary that connects the two of you it's it's more likely to um, actually connect with the other person because that that's the thing that makes a boundary work is that it's not a one-way like street that it is a two-way it's a it is a conversation mm -hmm. and not a like lecture and <laughs> dragged <laughs> What yeah, I got like lecturing this morning. <laughs> there was, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was like a part of me needed to be heard. God damn it! And <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to get up on that little soapbox. Mm -hmm. Um, but remember to come back down off that soapbox and like bring back the bring back the intent that you're setting a boundary, not because you want to like push yourself away from this person, but that you want to be able to connect closer with them by having this need met. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so counterintuitive for our parts because it's like when we, we, we set a boundary because a vulnerable part of us has been touched in a way that is not helpful for us. And so when our vulnerable parts get poked like that, our anger comes, comes out, like our defenses come up. And just it's a natural it's a natural thing for our parts to want to like push you away. Mm -hmm. And so it's it can be a counter like and that's how we communicate our boundaries. You know, like when when we haven't when we're not in the advanced setting usually. And some, you know, sometimes that's like how we have to start. We have to just start by like setting whatever boundaries we can before <laughs> we like learn. Yeah. Elementary know. boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how I had to start. And I have been there for the longest time. It's only now I'm realizing like, oh, I can do this a little bit differently. So it's it's different. So it's like, okay, when that part wants to push away um, in a relationship where, uh, where it would meet my needs the, even deeper if I could pull you in and you could really see like w the impact that has happened on this vulnerable part. Like, so like to let you into the, to the very place that, uh, 
my feelings were hurt mm-hmm. by you according to my parts you know like like mm-hmm. you said something that was like kind of triggered these feelings to be hurt instead of just like trying to push you away from that and saying like all right until you can like be a safe place for these parts like i'm not going to love you basically or i'm not going to give you the benefit of the doubt like mm-hmm. we're not going to be okay mm-hmm. to actually um open my heart even wider and say this is how i felt mm-hmm. and like this is the request that my parts need like how does that uh how does that land with you like does that make sense yeah. to you mm-hmm. yes the other thing that's a non-starter with a demand is a demand is a codependency. If you do not do this thing, then I will not be okay. Mm, ooh. Hell yeah. Dragged. And... <laughs> what are you getting dragged for, huh? <laughs> a I'm just speaking the truth. Over here. Just, yeah, uh, codependent cuties. Yep. That's, uh, that's a new group that Jordan's starting, the codependent yeah. cuties. <laughs> The dance group. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if one of them gets upset, then they're all upset. They're all, yep. It's all fucking over. Yeah. It's a hot mess. <laughs> That's just how we like it. Yeah. Um, versus when you can set a boundary. Uh, if that boundary is not met, you do not like lose and give away your power. You become even more empowered to ensure that that boundary gets met. And that's where I was kind of clumsily getting to. <laughs> Yeah. So like, what could I have done differently this morning? Well, first off, you could have not been a bummer. I you could have not been a bummer about the whole thing. And there never would have been an issue. <laughs> okay. Last my, joke my about feelings that. are the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be, you know, a hypocrite here. So that's the last joke. I mean, that's funny, right? It's funny. That's funny. Okay. Yeah, it's all good. Um, so the it's kind of hard to tell because there's no hindsight 2020 here of like oh yeah let's look at the rule book here and see where you fucked up um because my perspective i also you know one of the things you could have done a little bit more is before you just like jump into your thing of uh here's my here's my new boundary (laughs) (laughs) get ready for it here it comes prepare to be triggered prepare to yeah prepare to like uh get talking to uh maybe connect with me a little bit and and see what was alive in me (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah like when you said it well no like this morning morning. when I, i come kind of walking into the kitchen and like um then it was just like, hey, how's it going? Good morning. And it's like, I my parts have something they need to say. <laughs> I thought I was being so courageous. You were being very courageous. Um, but I get it. Yeah, I mean, it's that is kind of one of those things that helps establish the, hey, I'm going to invite you into a conversation yeah. that's very important to me. Yeah. And I want you to pay attention. Yeah um versus uh hear ye hear ye um here is your uh subpoena here's the decree here's your subpoena to come to court real quick so fucking get (laughs) which this is a big dramatization uh but i was in a little bit of a sad mood this morning too because i was i'm going through a funky phase 
and uh, am trying to reestablish some of my habits and stuff that really like energize me. And so I was a little bit not in my own best mood this morning. And so it was just like, as much as I was trying to stay in communion with you and listen to um, what boundaries you were trying to express and like really absorb this and make this a meaningful thing. There were a lot of my parts that were just like, fuck <laughs> this. Like, I don't need this right now. And I should just fucking, you know, shut this down. Right. <laughs> there were definitely parts of me that were not in the mood to hear this mm -hmm. and uh there are other parts that were like well we were in we were we were kind of getting over this bad mood now we're right back in it so mm -hmm. fucking thanks and that's the thing that's the other advanced setting of boundary setting is receiving someone's mm -hmm. boundaries mm -hmm. because like i said it cannot be a one-way street yeah it has to be a two-way street so being able to graciously receive someone's boundary and connect with why this is such an important thing is also a very advanced setting because usually a boundary is in a way a criticism of something that you're doing that this is a request to change or evolve or do something different and uh as much as we want to deny it there's always going to be parts in you that are like we're being criticized well, I don't feel it. I let me tell you what I don't feel like now. Mm -hmm. Enough, happy, uh, meaningful, connected, all this kind of bullshit. Mm -hmm. We all got those parts. Yeah. And uh so my kind of system had to be like, okay, well, I'm not gonna be real happy about this. I'm gonna do my best to listen to what's going on, not like create some funky ass story or like just start judging you. And kind of just absorb what I can and then let that sink in and then move on with my day. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And kind of the best way I could do that was to try and uh, acknowledge what you said. And thank you for expressing it. I think I did that, didn't I? Yes. And then... Uh, kind of get along with my own self <laughs> mm -hmm. and really just kind of give myself space for the rest of my parts to have some time to kind of bitch and moan and then when they all got tired be like okay well now let's now let's move on with the day mm -hmm. yeah. yeah what what was it like for your parts to get my text saying explicitly that i i want to get better at setting boundaries with a more open heart or whatever i said yeah that was nice um yeah it's always nice this is another advanced advanced thing once like a boundary is set and received and like there's kind of mutual agreement it is always nice to like touch base again on it in like a more hey let's reconnect on this in a loving way mm -hmm. because you know it is a bit of an affront to have a boundary set because as much as it is something that you can connect on like it is the straw that stirs the drink a little bit yeah especially when it's communicated like like a demand or like in that oh well, yeah i mean this is this is the the thing also you 
like both parties need to have compassion for not only themselves, but for each other, because like we said, this is like, you know, ninth level dojo shit and you're probably going to fuck it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> On and both I, ends. Like, I'm also imagining it as kind of like a spectrum too, as a, as a, you know, it's not like a black or white, like you set the boundary right or you didn't set it oh, right. Yeah. Like it's, it's. Yeah. It's like, I think I will always be moving toward being able to communicate what's alive in me from a place that like breeds more connection or in a way that breeds more connection than mm-hmm. separation. And this is, I'd like to get your opinion on this. Part of the true power of setting a boundary is the act of doing it. And a lot of the times, once you kind of set that boundary, then you can have some perspective and it is a little bit less like a because you've expressed mm-hmm. the unmet need and now that that's on the table it becomes less of a like life or death daunting yes like thing it kind of it kind of loosens it up a little bit yeah yeah because the the parts of me that want to set a boundary can come across so strong and so urgently because they mistrust my parts who have not set who have noticed this and then have not said anything because they didn't want to stir the you know they didn't want to stir the drink Mm -hmm. they didn't want to like shake the boat um rock the boat shake the boat (laughs) shake the the baby wait (laughs) um shaking the boat Ah. (laughs) earthquake (laughs) the enterprise is getting hit by by Vulcans, I don't know. I'm gonna knock on a lid on the wall. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah. So it, that's something like within me is like my it's it shows more of the trust that I'm still building with my parts rather than the trust that I have in you too. Say that again. Yeah. So the the part of me who wants to set boundaries like so urgently and directly mm. and like um maybe as more of a demand or just, I guess, just like it, uh, you know, to your point of like, sometimes, like sometimes your partners need you to set the fucking boundary. Mm-hmm. And then once, once they see that you did that, then they can kind of relax a little bit and start to hold the conversation in a different mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of what it felt like for me this morning is my parts didn't, it was mistrustful of the other parts of me who have not set a boundary, who have not chosen to like advocate mm-hmm. for my needs who have chosen um, to stay quiet about my needs or what I'm feeling because of being afraid that, you know, you'll, we'll lose connection even. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had these, the parts of me that's, that wanted to set the boundary were like, no, we're fucking doing this. Like we need to do this right now because <laughs> like, if we let this slide, these other parts are going to take over and you'll never say anything. You know, it, it um, can feel so high stakes at first. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, then after I I set the boundary, I was able to see it a lot more clearly about, oh, okay, yeah, actually, I wish I would have held the conversation a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. And just for some fun perspective on this, too, and kind of also the importance of um, when you're setting a boundary, like, give it a little bit of preamble so it's not such a caught unawares thing. Um, in the morning, I go work out, do my thing usually have some sauna to relax, do some meditation and all that kind of stuff and kind of walked home. And then usually when I walk in the door, um, you usually 
say hello or whatever. This is where I'm at. And then I walk in the door and I'm like, hmm, silence. Well, you must be probably still asleep. And so I kind of walk back there and I was like, oh, no, looks like, oh, I bet you're meditating. And so I kind of peeked my head around the corner to look in there and uh, you didn't say anything. And so I was like, ooh, she must be really in it. I'm just going to leave her be. She must be really in a great, having a great meditation right now. Literally what I, I thought, was, I was like, I was like, ooh, ooh, I don't want to disturb her if she's not going to say hello, or maybe she's got her headphones in or something. So I was, the story my parts were telling about the, how the, I was just blissful. Yeah, how the events of the morning were going were wrong. <laughs> and so, yeah, I go and uh, jump in the shower, kind of, I'm working through my own bullshit in the morning too. And then I'm like, oh, we'll go, you know, she's up and about now. We'll go greet greet her and give her a hug and that'll be really nice. You know, I'm looking forward to do that. <laughs> My parts have something to express. Yeah. And as soon as I gave you a hug, I was just like, I'm hugging a very stiff piece of wood right now. <laughs> Something's not right. <laughs> and uh, mm. away, away it went. Yeah. So one thing, one request that I'm hearing is to connect with you, like to con genuinely connect with you a little bit before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and you know, it kind of goes with the severity of it because this was also, so let me give a little bit of perspective of the actual like offending event too. Cause we were in the hot tub uh, talking about um, I was actually trying to like give your coach who's the other seven in our life trying to give her some praise of like oh yeah this is like some of the things that you know she'll really help you out with because she doesn't put up with you being a bummer well I don't know if I specifically said it like that but I was like you know she's a, a seven so yeah I guess I did say it like that <laughs> And yeah, she's not going to put up with like your bummer parts and your silliness and all this kind of stuff. Um, not really being super, um, what I want to say here, like serious about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was, I was in the hot. My parts took it very seriously. Yeah, I know. I was, I was in the grace of the hot tub and I was spitting hot fire. And, and I was just, you know, that's sometimes what happens when you're speaking the truth. You get carried away. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah and the other thing too is you were just sitting over in the corner just like eating it up and i was like ah, i can't do wrong now she's just loving it, is what i'm saying so i, I was, was like, eating it up. yeah i was like okay no harm no foul you no were big saying deal. a lot of good shit um and so the event was like out of my mind and this is something that is a very frustrating thing for me of i'll like offhandedly say something and be like yep no big deal. Like, I didn't think that was that offensive or even like offensive at all for any reason whatsoever. <laughs> and then I'll forget about it because I have the memory of a fish, fishbowl, <laughs> of a goldfish. No, I think I have the memory of a oh, fishbowl. Fish That's probably more accurate. <laughs> and then somebody will bring it up and be like, uh, when you said this thing exactly like this, I didn't like it. And then I'll be like, what did I say? You know, I don't think I said it like that, but mm -hmm. I can't remember. So I guess I got, <laughs> I guess I got to give in. Uh, uh, mm -hmm. Anyways, that's just a tangent on me and my bullshit. But uh, I'm sure a lot of masculine creatures can relate to that. You know what? Uh, I think that's very true because 
one of the one of the aspects of left-brainedness is that it is always crunching data and a lot of the times it's got to dump unimportant data mm-hmm. and a lot of the bullshit we say and do that we don't think is really important that goes in the dump file mm-hmm. and so when it gets brought up later we have to be like oh fuck where's that old dump file i gotta <laughs> i gotta look this up what did, what actually happened mm-hmm. so a little bit of grace there mm-hmm. goes a long ways mm-hmm. um and this may be just my perspective um or this may be uh, a thing but uh when you come at a man and saying like you said specifically this thing without like an actual proof of it we fucking hate that yeah what do you hate about it <laughs> uh because without proof and if we don't remember or if we don't have like something in front of us it's just like uh it's like it's like a real challenge and especially when it's in a relationship that's a frustrating thing because it's like okay well i have nothing to challenge you back with besides just saying you're wrong or like just trying to shut you down so how are we supposed to communicate that instead um so this goes back to non-violent communication type of thing of not so much bring it outside of this thing that you did was wrong mm-hmm. and you're wrong because of it. It's more of last night when we were talking, this is what I experienced. Yeah. So, uh, this is what I heard. This, this is, is what, what I, I heard. This is yeah. what I experienced because from that perspective, like you can empathize, like that's not so much of you coming to attack me for something that like you're claiming I did. Even if I did it, um, when you come at it from more of an introspective of like that conversation we had made, this is what I heard and this is what I felt. Mm -hmm. Then it's like, oh, well, that's not what I intended. Mm -hmm. And then you can empathize, be like, well, I'm, I'm unhappy or sad or whatever, that that's what you heard because let me correct that then Mm -hmm. because when it's a just an accusation of like you said this thing there's nothing to do but fight that yeah because you're having a forceful encounter really when it's a uh something that you heard or you experienced then it's like okay well let me correct that then like that is an opportunity for me that makes so much sense that makes so much sense Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i I think I did that part okay. Yeah. I think you did too. Yeah, I I tried to communicate it in a way of like, this is what I heard. Or this is what, like when I heard that, my parts felt like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's it's such a natural reaction to, for, especially for men to be like, I didn't say that. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, I can't speak for everybody because it's just like, I don't remember saying that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because it was something I said, like I didn't give a shit about, and so I'm, I'm stalling for time, looking in the in the trash bin, and be like, did I say that? <laughs> yeah, well, and I think that's also just part of the good work that you the the Lord's work you got to do within yourself to when you set boundaries is get really clear about 
what was actually said and what's the story you're telling about what was said mm-hmm. what's the meaning you're making about what was said mm-hmm. and it, I, I don't think it actually really matters in terms of like true connection what was actually said it matters like what you what you're wanting to be seen in is what you heard and how that affected your you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know it's it's less about yeah arguing about the facts of what happened yeah but because it's more just about sharing what's alive in you that can get into a real petty thing of like oh okay now well i can't say this and yeah and it's start not like it's to not compartmentalize gonna... it into this like you know tit for tat game yeah it's not going to get your needs met anyway right talking about it like that and that right there really throws a wrench in polarity because mm-hmm. men are going to try and compartmentalize it and like put it into uh what do i want to say here like a factual type of thing that has like uh hard point connections and then like the feminine will be like no, that, that this is not what I want. This is this is just making this more confusing. Like they won't you're not be listening. You're not. Yeah, they. It'll just like it takes the 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 magnetic force of polarity and just like flips it on its end. And now you're just pointing away from each you're other. You're just pointing away at each other, screaming in either direction. Mm-hmm. So nobody's do that. nobody's needs getting met that way. Yeah, nobody's needs yeah. getting met. That is that is the worst at bat. That's when boundary setting becomes boundary <laughs> boundary breaking <laughs> it's a one-way ticket to get your boundaries not met mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so great time with boundaries they're very important uh but they do take some practice because mm-hmm. they're tough and like let's take the perfectionism out of like yeah we're talking about the advanced settings and stuff but like let's take the perfectionism around off of setting boundaries like let's just say perfectionism away in general but like you're not going to do this perfectly the first time or a second time or the third time like all you can do is do your very best to work with the parts that you've got and the trust that you've built with them or that you haven't built with them and the journey that you're on to build trust with your parts with your own partner Mm-hmm. like so to do your best to be able to first of all just like get clear on what it is you need like that's already such a huge step yep um and then yeah doing your best to communicate that in a way that actually invites your partner into more connection than separation with you and then being prepared to repair any sort of rupture that happens yeah. on the other side of that like that's a great way that, of putting it that's why i I want to take the perfectionism out of it because like it doesn't actually need to happen perfectly because it just needs to happen best you can. uh, And to have a willingness from both sides to repair any rupture about like how it went down. So that like, that's how you build trust to do, to, to keep your heart open more next time. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Wow. Way to wrap that up with a pretty bow on it. Yeah. Thank you. Hell yeah. What I do. That was perfect. <laughs> All right. Anything, any other little gems of perfection or should we uh, shut this one down? We got to get out of here before it gets dark. Anyways, the, the forest yeah. is it's getting cold out here. It is getting chilly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I feel, I feel complete with this one. I feel complete as well. Great job setting a boundary this morning and, uh, there are a lot of my parts that just want to make fun of it because it's fun, but I will do my best. 
Well, it's okay. You can make you can make fun of it. <laughs> I I oh I also wanted to say um uh oh something a part just popped in like you can make fun of it just don't ever fucking call me a bummer again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um but anyways uh I also wanted to say uh especially given more of like what I understand of what was happening inside of you this morning too like god damn you just handle the shit so well like you're so good at loving me well fucking a yeah good job me yeah oh i get a pat on the uh-huh. back <laughs> yeah yeah truly cool like i felt like really heard and listened to and like you understood Ah, uh, well good i'm glad that's uh that's your experience you had mm-hmm. that was <laughs> i was doing my best to make that happen mm-hmm. yeah you nailed it all right. Well, I'm feeling great, everybody. So I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Yep. <laughs> okay, everybody, do your best. Uh, listen to this one over again, because there's some really good shit in here. I even surprised myself with the crazy shit that came out of my mouth. But I guess that's just how we do it here at the Heart is a Muscle podcast. Yep. We just have crazy shit coming out of our mouth. Yep. And if we had a soundboard, that's when we'd be hitting all of the buttons right now. <laughs> We also need like a bong sound like. (laughs) (laughs) Got to give the people what they want, right? Right, exactly. (laughs) All right, everybody. We will see you all and talk to you all next time. Love you. Bye. Bye bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks for enjoying this episode of the Heart is a Muscle podcast. We really enjoy creating this content for you, and we want to share some more resources so you can get even more content. So take it away, Jordan. That's right. If you want to follow either one of us on socials, if you want to work with either one of us, if you want access to our YouTube channel, if you want to buy our book, <laughs> links to all that stuff is on our Patreon. So that is patreon.com slash the heart is a muscle. Now, you don't have to join Patreon to get access to those links. Um, but you probably should <laughs> the the more that you support us and support this channel the more that we can create this awesome content to help support you because that's really why we do this we want to make your guys's lives better and uh, your support really matters yeah and what you'll get when you join patreon is a shout out in our next episode and you will also get access to listener requests where you will get to request what you want us to talk about in future episodes so From the Heart is a Muscle podcast to you guys, thank you so much for all the support, all the feedback. We really, really enjoy it. And uh, we'll talk to you all later. Truly love you guys so much. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.